If life was a cereal box, this would be the toy inside. Oh, I wanted that one. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Monday morning, Matt O'Kine. Hello to you. This is All Day Breakfast. Your boy Daiso with you here as well. Good weekend, Matthew. I had a great weekend. Um, oh, you're talking to a hero, to be honest. <laughs> Well, well, I already putting, knew that, man. Putting some shoes on, heading off to do uh, Furphy Fridays, and suddenly my partner um, yells, fire, fire. <gasps> she was putting in a uh, tuna melt into the griller and a um, bit of old baking paper caught up on the, uh, on the burner. But the I mean, idea was look, baking paper didn't catch on fire. It, this, was, uh, this was very old dry baking paper. I <laughs> used it. Many many moons ago, and it was still sitting in the oven. Anyways, Wait, a little bit of a little bit of baking paper kindling potentially. <laughs> yeah. And and anyways, had to get the she she put the she put the lit paper down on the oven door and that was open, and, and she said ah ah, and it was sort of just a little bit of fire. And I got the the tea towel out and went whoo whoo, and I wiped it. <laughs> And uh, well, put it out. We've had similar heroic weekends because I very nearly didn't make it into work today. Yesterday. What, uh, what happened? Out in the garden, doing a bit of gardening, moving some garden beds, splinter in the hand, still hasn't come out. Look at that. Oh. Look at ah, that. I'm, I'm holding yeah. my hand up. No, that's gross. It is still in there, my friend. I've basically got a log in my hand as we speak. You, you are tree man. <laughs> I am half man, half tree. <laughs> Rat tree dog is what um, they call me. Wow. You are that, that. I mean, what are you going to, why haven't you got it out? Why don't you just get it out? You think I haven't been picking at my hand with all sorts of pins and tweezers and everything? I've been trying. It hasn't worked. Nothing has worked. I have to well, grow it out. You know, you are talking to a hero. Come here. <laughs> All right, well, while we do this... I get this, my teeth with it. <laughs> while we do this, um, uh, we'll let the... Get, let the You hit the phones because we are going to find out what happened on your weekends in a moment. Are you as heroic and brave as your friends Matt and Alex? Well, we'll be finding out in a moment. This is Matt and Tree Man all day breakfast. Well, Matt O'Kine, first things first, on a Monday morning, and that is finding out if people were quite as heroic as we were over the weekend, recovering from huge instances of drama, a small piece of baking paper catching fire in Matt's kitchen, and me getting a splinter, probably a four millimetre splinter into my thumb. Emma from Newcastle, uh, what was the drama from your weekend? Uh, look, I... Didn't start off too great. Um, I had to get tested for coronavirus, <gasps> but good news, it came back negative. Well, that Yay! is excellent. Australia doing a lot of tests, <laughs> you know, opening up their testing criteria to people with uh, the smallest signs of symptoms, want to get on top of this thing. Did you? Were you feeling a little bit under the weather? Yeah, um, I had a little bit of a, a tickle in my throat um, that then developed into like a full-blown coughing fit. Um, oh, no. <laughs> So I called the hotline at like 5 a.m. Friday, just freaking out. Um, but, yeah, they were really awesome and just directed me to my nearest testing centre and it was, yeah, pretty easy process. Um, you know, 30 seconds of very unpleasant sticking things in my face. And well, that's what I've heard, you know, not having yeah. having to have been tested so far. I heard that the uh, the old nasal cavity gets a little rogering. Do you know yeah. why? 
<laughs> I I got tested, and I would I I hoped they'd poked further. Ooh. What do you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> I deep enough like, for O'Kine. <laughs> maybe I've got quite. I mean, I do have quite cavernous uh, nostrils. <laughs> But I just, I, everyone was talking about, oh, they really get in there. They really go up in there. And I was kind of like, all right, try I've been, me. I've been deeper <laughs> on a Tuesday afternoon, just clearing house. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, but Emma, how did you find it? You, you weren't too uncomfortable or anything like that? Um, I found the mouth, like the tonsil one, a lot worse. Um, mm. The doctor said I handled the nose one better than majority of people. I don't know what that means but you know <laughs> survived it <laughs> good work right. well good on you for getting Great tested stuff. doing the safe thing and uh and doing that as well so appreciate it uh emma and uh, have a really good rest of the week yeah thanks boys you too joanne yeah, is in melbourne joanne give us your weekend drama oh definitely um i tuned into daiso's iso zumba class so oh, we had a great weekend now it's if you need drama for your saturday or tuesday mornings at 10 a.m that is the place to <laughs> get it um uh, enjoy any particular favorite moves that you got involved with oh it definitely has to be the irish dancing um i was, I was so inspired that i applied for river dance straight after oh, um, good. <laughs> they haven't replied yet but i'm okay. wait <laughs> joanne are you joking or you actually applied <laughs> For <laughs> I'm totally joking. Damn, yeah, I'm, not, was, I'm, I'm good, but I'm not that good, Maddie. Time to bring Irish <laughs> dancing back. It was for anyone who was born after, say, the year 2000. You don't understand how hot Irish dancing was for a few years there. It hit the big time. I mean, <laughs> yes. think about in the mid 2000s how big Andre Ryu got. Okay, on his little violin there. Before that, it was Michael Flatley. Well, I, I would say Michael Flatley was the Kanye of the 90s. <laughs> I am, I, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Excellent. Well, so will I see you tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. then, Joanne? Oh, definitely, definitely. I do have to say, Dyson, I could swear I was uh, taking a Zumba class with Shakira at one point because I tell you what, those hips don't lie. They do, <laughs> they do not. Very truthful, these here hips. <laughs> tell you what, they, they've sworn an oath that my hips... <laughs> On the Bible. Uh, another another dramatic weekend coming in. Let's go the final one. Steph from Melbourne. This is huge. What did you do on the weekend? I uh, was on a Zoom call with Katy Perry. What? What? What are Wait, you doing? The, are you... the Katy Perry? Well, I have met her before, but, yeah, she did a Zoom call because she's promoting her new single, Daisies, and because with the whole global pandemic, you can imagine you can't really promote music the way you used to. Mm, so fine. she thought to jump on random Zoom calls and say hi to fans. Oh, wait, so she crashed your Zoom call? Yes. Oh, goodness. What did you do when wow. Katy Perry popped up on the second screen? There was about uh, 30 of us to begin with, and it was a bit crazy. But <laughs> by the end of the Zoom call, she was on there for a good 25 minutes. It was about Whoa. 100 people afterwards. Because yeah. everyone got word that she was in on the Zoom call. So and people started cool. flicking the URL out to everyone else to get their mates in? I'm pretty sure someone did. Yeah, yeah. of so, course. So uh, what sort of uh, goss did Katie drop during a during Zoom? What were some of the things you took away? Um, she's considering touring after the whole pandemic thing is over, which is something good to look forward to because I really miss going to concerts and live music. Oh, it's oh, tough, isn't it, when you uh, want to get out and see some bands? What's the last gig you got to go see before we started locking down? Uh, Kingswood. Oh, it, oh. they put on yeah. a good show. Yeah. 
That's a good. Yeah. That's a good one to uh, to go out on. You you're very lucky there. They were joking that it was the last rock concert before the end of the world. <laughs> they probably weren't far off in the end. Well, no. Steph, thank you very much for that. Thank we you. appreciate you. Did you see the news? Actually, people were saying that Katy Perry was hard to work with on MasterChef, but I don't, that no, doesn't sound actually, like what happens in your Zoom call. Well, I've actually met her before. She actually helped my partner propose to me on stage in Auckland in 2018. Hang Whoa. on a second. <laughs> Hang on. What happened there? Well, I went with a bunch of Katy Perry fans, or we called ourselves Katy Cats, and <laughs> he was communicating with them because he dropped me off at the airport. It's like, bye, have a good time, because I'm from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Her final show was in Auckland, and I had no idea, but he came the day after and <gasps> appeared. And um, when he showed up on stage in the middle of the show during the acoustic part. He oh. was dressed in a shark, left shark onesie, and it fully zips up to your face. So I had no idea what was going on. I yeah. thought it was Orlando proposing or, like, saying hi to her as a surprise, but it turns out it was him. And I'm like, <laughs> what the what the shit are you doing here? <laughs> you were down in the mosh or something? I was in the mosh, and she strategically planned with him so that he was in a seat and then so she would call him up and everything like it was all part of the show. How and did then... he organise this? <laughs> I have no, <laughs> I have no idea. Like, yeah. This is not like it's, that's not, that doesn't happen normally. No, like all my friends knew. And they kept a really good secret so that we wouldn't bump into each other before it happened. I mean, were you always going to say yes or was it a bit... Oh, at the time, we had been together for eight years. Of course, it was a, you know, it was overdue. Okay, I just wanted to say, I mean, you, you can't deal. even say no in front of Katy Perry and thousands of fans, <laughs> but I'm sure you're always going to say yes anyway. Well, and she also got down on one knee as well when he did, so it's kind of cute. So basically anyhow, you're married to both your husband and to <laughs> Katy Perry. Because I think that's that's how it works. Not married yet. The global pandemic kind of threw Spanner in the works, but it'll happen. Oh, incredible. Oh, You've done so step. well, Steph. We love you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Steph. Bye. Bye. But, Matt, whilst incredible, that may not even be the most incredible weekend story of them all, we do have another call to get to. They've had to step away from the phone at the moment because their partner is right now, currently, as we speak, in labour. What? They're having a baby. <laughs> Right over now. the weekend. And as we go to air, the baby is on its way. So you could be hearing the very first live podcast birth in Australia. I'm nervous. All right. Well, don't be. But it's coming up. You've had a baby. I'm, I should be nervous. I've never done this before. <laughs> okay. Before. I'm an expecting right, father. That's through, mate. <laughs> that's exactly. Please do. That is coming up a little bit later on on All Day Breakfast. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. This is All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. And as you heard, it seemed like Katy Perry quite nice when it comes to jumping on Zoom calls or getting marriages up on stage. But Matt O'Kine, uh, always one to open the gossip mags. You've been seeing that she's been labelled a diva or difficult to work with on uh, websites when it came to her appearance on MasterChef last week. Yeah, I know. Um, also, Ellen's getting dragged as well. What, what happened with Ellen? Why is Ellen getting in trouble? Yeah. That, 
It's a long story. I've seen things where people like, oh, she's just not very nice off the camera, which I'm sure there are a lot of people on cameras. I'm sure some of them are nice, some of them are not. I'm not buying it. Where they sit. Alex Dyson. You reckon Ellen's nice? I reckon everyone's nice. It's just, (laughs) you know, like these people talk to so many different people and it all depends on the circumstances. Are we nice? Are we nice? I'll tell you what, sometimes we're nice. I was at the shops last night. And yeah. someone was like going, oi, I was in the frozen food aisle. And so I was like, oh, it's Alex Dyson, that sort of thing. Oh, can we take a photo? And I'm like, nah, social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I said it apologetically. I'm, like, and I was, yeah. I'm sorry, because obviously, of course, you would. But also it was like 10 p.m. And I was, I wanted to buy some ice cream, but I'd walked past my thing and I could hear them talking. So I just had to keep walking <laughs> and pretend that I didn't hear until they sort of said out loud, excuse me, sir, are you, you, has anyone told you you look like Alex Dyson? And then oh, we got then, into it. But anyway. See, exactly. I mean, it all depends on the circumstances. I'm sure I, I've got a group of, of girls that hate me at the moment because I... Well, it's because well, you this? are a diva and uh, well, the Australian media industry has proven that. How's this? <laughs> no, okay. How's this? How's this? I'm at dinner with my partner. This is a few months ago. Completely minding my business. Right bef- before right? the lockdown. Just before lockdowns. Literally the weekend before lockdowns. Get a message uh, on Instagram. Says, uh, Matt O'Kine started following you. <laughs> I said, what? So I'm, I didn't I'm know there was it, another one. And there's a picture of me and the account is at Matt.O'Kine. And my actual Instagram is at Matt O'Kine. So I'm like, what the hell? That's and interesting because it. we're on Instagram, Matt dot and dot Alex, and the imposter has Matt and Alex. <laughs> so it's a little bit topsy-turvy so, to so what, what we're things, used to. You know, when, when the clones have the guns and they're <laughs> facing each other and they're like, but maybe I'm the real, not the real one, you know? Yeah, so, it's so, in um, Blade Runner where they think someone's <laughs> a robot, but are they chasing the robots yeah. or are they the robots themselves? So I was like, oh my God, maybe I'm not me, you know? But um, <laughs> I checked... I checked uh, the, the the account and it's a it's um a private account, okay? Right. So I start freaking out. Now, on a side note, on the same day, I've been getting these random calls from someone because because oh, my number was really close to a number that was on a sex work hotline. So I'm getting all Are these random calls. You in an episode calls. of Mr. Bean or something? <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> all these random on? calls, people wanting to see me tonight and <laughs> I'm and I get my, me following me, so I'm like, oh, someone's out to get me. Someone's someone's setting me up. So I reported, I reported the uh, the the account, the imposter. Sure, okay. Market is spam. I uh, report spam. Someone impersonating me. Great, right? Good. Anyway, get rid of them. I follow the account just to see who it is, see what they're doing, see how they're pretending to be me. Anyway, they accept me. Great. I look at their account. You're on the inside now. You've made yeah. it in. It's it's just like a twenty something year old girl just having fun, her life, normal, friends, out to dinner, posting pics in the park with her dog. Her name just happens to be Matt O'Kine, and her profile picture just happens to be of your face. <laughs> well, yeah, she just, I don't, she, yeah. So anyway, then she messages me, "Hey, can't believe you're following me. I'm such a big fan. Oh, I've been to your shows. I love the other guy. Blah blah blah." And I'm thinking, "Oh, oh this is really, this is really sweet. I, that's nice." It was of just you. a, it was just an O'Kine stan account. And then, <laughs> And then I um then I wake up the next morning. Instagram sent me a message saying, "Hey, uh, we've taken action and we've deleted that account." And I'm like, "Oh no, oh dear!" Suddenly I'm getting messages from her and her friends. Why the hell did you do that? We thought you were cool, man. I've just lost seven years of my Instagram, seven years of memories down the drain just because you couldn't handle. 
the name being similar. I was like, you're impersonating me though. I mean, I've had people on my Facebook saying, oh, hey guys, come and see my show for free. Just turn up at the gig and you can come in. You know, so I freaked out. Did you explain that to them? Are they- I tried. Do you think they wanted to listen to it? All they cared about is their seven years of lost memories. You're like one of those big companies who try to, like Hugo Boss, who tries to sue people, anyone who uses the word <laughs> boss in everything. Matt O'Kine. Do not, no, do not no, say anything. Matt O'Kine, Crumb, uh, you any do not, other guy. You are not taking their side on this. Please tell me that you well, are not. once you found out they were nice, you could have just hit up Instagram and said, look, sorry, no, it was a false no, alarm. No, no, no. no, no. You really are a rat dog, you know that. No one's no one's cre- pretending to be you because there's only one and only one absolute rodent canine. All right, well, just to be clear, from now on, the Matt O'Kine is Matt O'Kine and Matt.O'Kine is defunct. It's not there anymore. He got rid Nothing. of it. <laughs> it's been killed. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Now, Matt, you're a Queenslander. What's going on in that state? Because in Townsville over the weekend, people getting a little bit worried. A large clump found on the side of the road. People are like, oh, no, hope, so- hope someone's not hurt. Go in there. Sex doll. Large, <laughs> realistic, inanimate sex doll. Yeah, it happened just south of Bowen, actually. Um <laughs> On Friday, so they found in the morning. Then by the afternoon, the police said it was a sex doll. It took a, wait. took a long time. Do you know what I mean? Like it, like the the reports. I guess they had to be double sure. Yeah, of course. But it, it took longer than I would think. Yeah, for this to be concluded. Um, also, because uh, you know, like everything, video game graphics. You know, sex dolls are getting more realistic. I guess, and so. Better safe than sorry. Well, absolutely. Um, And someone said the Korea Mail, in this news article I'm reading, it says a source told the Korea Mail the body was determined to be a sex doll. Not a cheap one either. So someone's obviously splashed out in probably more ways than one, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) Well, that that just makes it all the more incredible because you wouldn't expect if someone, you know, Drops a drops a bomb on a sex doll. You don't want to be leaving it lying around. No, I mean there was animal brains or something Whoa. on it as well. That's I mean. So is this prank territory now? You well, know, I don't know because uh, because the sort of inflatable doll mannequin um, scene. It's hot right now. I just prefer having a body pillow. You know, that's. <laughs> I hear you. I'm a big fan of the two, the two end to end. But um, I seriously, they're everywhere. There are mannequins uh, in Taiwan and Korea that um, baseball stadiums are filling up the seats. Oh, they're using cardboard cutouts in in Taiwan and Korea. Um, And there's restaurants now with inflatable mannequins sort of to give you that vibe, you know, that vibe, Dyson, when you're sitting down having a meal, that vibe that you want to make you feel like you're in some sort of horrific hell of stillness and weirdness people you mean the uh the movie house of wax is that what you're referring to there Matt? <laughs> yeah um, i don't know whether i'd want a room full of blow up dolls in um my restaurant they say it's very rude to eat with your mouth open 
So I don't know. Well, they are everywhere. They're popping up on the side of the road. And we did ask you on Instagram uh, what you have found on the side of the road. Um, <laughs> uh, crazy Dog Lady, 83, says, My dad is a hoarder and made me, made me get out of the car one time to pick up a piece of rope, <laughs> which is... Ooh. I'd be annoyed to undo the seatbelt for that one. Uh, Nick Davis says, a perfectly fine Macca's double cheeseburger. <laughs> um, it must have looked real good as you're driving past to go out and make sure. <laughs> Hang on, that looks that looks like a good burger out there. Let's go. Well, do you think it was in the wrapping or just on a plate? <laughs> Potentially on a plate. Uh, and Megs has actually uh, got involved as well and said, our vacuum broke one night, so before Hud Rubbish Day, we put it out on the street. The next morning, I go downstairs to see the vacuum in our lounge room again in some, in some freaky ghost of ex-suction past. We had a Canadian stay with us for a few weeks at that time, and when she got up that morning, she was so proud to tell us that she'd found... Guys, guess what? I found a vacuum on the street. I know how the old one broke and we needed a new one. She was so proud that she thought that she found us a new background. I almost didn't have the heart to tell her that it was our old broken one. <laughs> so, uh, hey, old... uh, we're always asking on uh, on Instagram. We've always got heaps of questions for you. So, by all means, keep in touch with us on matt.and.alex and uh, keep in touch with the show. Yep. So, either what have you found on the side of the road or uh, where do you put your sex doll? That's the two, <laughs> the two talk back we're going <laughs> with there. Yes, on All Day Breakfast uh, with you, myself, Alex Dyson, Matt O'Kine. And I've got to tell you, this, this podcast has been really fun to get back with you, Matt. Uh, it's been such an enjoyable time. We're what, up to our third week now. Yes. Times go so fast. Um, a lot of good things about it. I think the main good thing about it is that I'm now finally able to tell what day it is. Because we've got a show <laughs> every day. Because there was a while in there, man where I had no idea what was going on. Weekends, weekdays, they all melded into one giant uh, puddle. Especially when you actually like weren't leaving the house at all, right? Oh. That two weeks of proper isolation, man. No idea. Time, space, it all just turned into one thing. Our producer, Bron, is in here as well, whose uh, father actually has had a similar event. How's it going, Bron? Hey, guys. Um, tell us about your, your dad. Has he been working from home? Yeah, so he's been working from home and like like you said, everyone else is kind of losing track of the days of the week as well. So Let's get rid of them. Let's just get rid of days. <laughs> They're arbitrary. They're po- they, we've proven that they are pointless. Yep. I don't know who to write to to get this ha- to happen, but it, they need to know. They're all blurring into one. So last week he, um, he put the bins out a day early and then when he realised it was a few hours later, so he went outside to kind of see what, what was going on. And about six other houses have, um, had put their bins out as well. The old Pied Piper of the wheelie bin potentially <laughs> out there. He was a binfluencer with his, uh, with his, with his wheelie action. So what, what, are we, what was the score in total? About, about six other houses put their bins out 
That's on on the wrong day. I, I mean, was it one bin? Was it a one bin day or was it, you know, the three bins that he had the red, yellow and <laughs> green I think he had out. the three out. Oh, the hat trick right down the street. The traffic lights were there for all to see because I'm very much, I mainly know it's bin, bin night when I'm the either I see everyone else's bins out so I have to put it out or I hear the truck oh, in the morning and have to run, run out in the old dressing gown <laughs> and bare feet dragging it behind me like some sort of absolute Muppet. And, and bin day is pretty serious stuff at the moment because you're at home so much, you're consuming so much more, and it's all going in the bin. If you miss one week, it's it's game over, man. you got bottles spilling out the top of that yellow one. Well, the funny thing, I, I read a tweet about that where it's in the past when you used to pour a bunch of bottles into your wheelie bin, people would look at you like, mm, this person. They're like, no, no, it's okay. I just had a party. That's why I've got so many, you know, bottles. <laughs> and nowadays it's like, no, no, I didn't have a party. I'm just an alcoholic. I just, <laughs> I drank all of these. It's don't worry. I'm not having people over. Uh, you got to do it quietly. You got to lay down the bottles one by one and then put like newspaper layering over it, making like a beer bottle lasagna. <laughs> That's the uh, trick. <laughs> exactly right. Now, uh, Bron, we thought this could be Australia's new favourite game. Mm-hmm. We thought that it's much in the way car cricket, you know, you're going along and you score points as different cars go past. So I think this is even simpler. Uh, what we'd like you to do this week is put your bins out on any night you want. Whenever, whenever you, it's, you're coming out to bat, whenever you want, okay? You plonk your bins out, you go in the house. You get to the Venetian blinds, you pull it down slightly and you watch, Okay. And by, uh, we'll give you a couple of hours, go out, see how many points you scored, how many other people <laughs> were influenced by your uh, by your wheelie and uh, have gone out. And then let's we'll see who can get the best score. Yeah, we, we are looking for Australia's best influencer right now. <laughs> Absolutely loving it. Uh, let us know. How do you reckon? I, 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 don't, I don't know whether my street would buy it. I don't know. What six is the record so far? So that's all. Do you we've... have? Do you have a lot? Do, are there are a lot of. Uh, is it older person thing or younger person thing? Do you reckon? Because I mean, I, I've, what I've found is parents take bins real seriously. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm with you. I think the older you get, the more your week revolves around bin nights. <laughs> <laughs> in, in my experience, absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, if they miss it, if it, if the if the truck comes later after a few hours, you're on the phone to the council. You know, there's there's lots of complaints to be made. It just feels like that's a natural part of your of your sort of age. It's the same kind of person who you know they had two big nights. One was they watched Hey Hey It's Saturday. The other night they put out the bins. So they were the two highlights of the week. So um, we'd like you to get involved. Go out to bat. Put your bins out. Have a score. Let us know what you uh, what you ranked, and we're going to find Australia's best influencer uh, a little bit later on. Hopefully, by the end of the week, we can have uh, a couple of good good scores, good good couple of knocks. Who is the Bradman of bins? We'll be finding out. <laughs> All day breakfast. Well, Matt, the moment has arrived. We've been uh, teasing a very, very big weekend story, and this one is just being delivered right now. And I use that in the most literal term possible <laughs> because James from the sunny coast is with us right now. Hello, James. Hey, how are you? Not God, too bad. James, I mean, Matt and, about us. Matt and I <laughs> thought we had eventful weekends, my friends. I've still got a splinter in my thumb. Uh, Matt himself uh, hailed a hero up for a bravery award because he put out a little... Baking paper fire after re- using and reusing the same paper fire. That's so too, many times. That's deadly. Too long, but yeah. it's it seems as if you could trump us both. What's going on? We uh, I think we're about 
10 hours into our labour at the moment. Oh, Are you going to be a dad? I am a dad, but not. this, this is a new one. You're so going to be a double dad? Yeah. Triple dad? Yeah. Quadruple yeah, dad? <laughs> How many times have you done it before? Uh, just once before. Just okay. Once before. All right. So, 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 I mean, you use the word, you say we are, you know, 10 hours into a labour. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, uh, one party does a bit more work, but I have, you know, I've definitely been a birthing partner as well. It's, it's, it's not easy. Well, so you're at the stage in labor. I'm just trying to get this right. You're at the stage um, where you've got time to go out and talk to breakfast yeah. radio hosts. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, to be fair, I had to have a nap before. <laughs> Well, you would have been tired, wouldn't yeah. you, James, from a very big day? You'd be so doing a lot of hard work. Uh, but please yeah. tell us how your lovely partner is going. She's going all right. Yeah, she's she's going good. She's a champion. We're yep. uh, we're watching Monk at the moment on Amazon. Oh, so nice throwback. So we're just uh, yeah. Is she there? Uh, yeah, I grab her. Hold on a sec. Okay. Are we about to talk? Hey, God. Are we talking to are someone we... who's in labour right now? Great. Hi. Hello. Oh, so. Hello. Hi. Sorry, um, I, we didn't get your name before. Hi, Rebecca. Rebe- so, Rebecca, this is um, this is unprecedented territory for us. So, um, are you having a baby right now, <laughs> Rebecca? Yeah, I'm bouncing on a birthing ball. Oh my oh goodness! Oh my god, this is incredible stuff. So, and how is it going so far? Um, painful but good. <laughs> Oh, goodness me. So 10 hours in, I am absolutely ignorant to all of this. When do they officially start the stopwatch on labour? What needs to happen to get that starter's pistol going? Um, I think you've got to wait about 24 hours, so <laughs> we've still got a little while to go. So, so that's not water's breaking yet, or, or anything like that? The water's broken, yeah. We're just uh, in a bit of TV. Okay, so you're at home still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have well, you got the TENS machine out or anything? Are you... Uh... You know, trying um, to distract them. Uh, the heat packs and um, the bathroom and a hot shower. Just trying to breathe through them at the moment. Yeah. What What's happening on Monk at the moment, Rebecca? <laughs> He's in protective custody at the moment, naturally. Mm. Okay, but fair enough. There's a murder across the lake. Oh, who got <laughs> who got murdered? Ass up, dude. You know how it is. Do you know my partner went through uh, most of labor um, listening to um, Case File podcast? Oh. Uh, so, I mean, whatever gets you through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Rebecca, the only thing I know about labor is literally people screaming, lying down, saying the baby's coming, going off, hitting their part, you know, sweat dripping down their faces. Um, is You had a child before? Is that what's coming up? She's just in a contraction, so she can't talk. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, no, that's all right. She's, uh... This is uncharted waters for us here, Matt. I feel completely out of my depth. I feel bad for even having Rebecca on the phone. I feel that this is... <laughs> Rebecca, I feel like... Uh, are you sure you want to talk to us right now? Um. Yeah. <laughs> So how is um, this? Is it any different to the first labour that you've uh, went through with your first child? Um, my first labour was a lot faster, so this one's a bit more prolonged. What's James done that you found really helpful, or has uh, kind of, you know, annoyed you? <laughs> um, it's helpful when he rubs my back for me. Um, and it's annoying when the lights and music and everything gets turned on. 
All right. Yeah. So too much shouting and yelling and different voices coming at you could be a, more music. on the annoying side a, of things. Is he having a rave while uh, while you're going through labor? I mean, I remember um, a friend of mine was saying that she was in labor um, and her and her partner um, just walked into the birthing suite just eating a curry for lunch <laughs> and she was like, get out now. So uh, it's good that James is doing the right things. Um, by you, but this is incredible stuff. I feel like we should almost do a, um, a all day breakfast filibuster where we refuse to leave your side until we all get through this together. <laughs> Rebecca, would you like us to hold your hand through this whole process or is it better to check in with you later in the week and make sure it's all gone okay? Uh, yeah, it might be a bit awkward. Maybe. <laughs> so uh, before we let you go, names, what are we thinking? <laughs> Matt, Alex? We're thinking the middle name, hashtag... Matt and Alex all day breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hashtag second middle name, Woods is the goods. So, yeah, uh, great. Yeah, fair enough. Double barrel. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. We wish you all the best. What a lovely moment to be a part of. James, keep rubbing that back, mate. And uh, no all the best for you, Rebecca. We'll check in with you later in the week and hope everything goes okay. Cheers, guys. Thanks for that. Congratulations. Hey. The all day breakfast baby, Matt Okai. That is... Pretty real Whoa. and raw stuff to finish the show raw. with. It does not get... That is the all-day breakfast paleo diet. Right, <laughs> is paleo the, the raw one? I don't know. Raw vegan, we'll go with. But incredible work. Thank you to James Rebecca. You'll have to check back in with us later in the week to find out A, the baby's name. Okay, B, what the middle name is. C, who got murdered in Monk and will they pay for it? (laughs) Uh, We'll find out the answer to all those questions and more in a future episode of All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for joining us on a Monday. Phew, I'm sweating. I mean, I think that construction was as uncomfortable for me and you as it was for (laughs) us for Rebecca. I've never been in a situation like that. I've never been like that before (laughs) uh, in any of my radio days. Incredible stuff. We wish them both the best. We wish you the best. See you tomorrow. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.